your dream life is calling. Welcome to the Better Days podcast. Are you ready for the best year of your life? Hello, how are you? I hope the answer to that is good. And if not, take some time out or do something that will make you smile. Or just take a break. Maybe listen to the rest of this podcast. Um, hopefully it's a sunny day where you are or whenever that you're listening. Or just take some time out of what you're doing. Um, I had a little bit of a break last week. I just didn't feel like doing an episode last week. I apologise about the lack of an episode. Um, but honestly, I just didn't feel like doing it and... I didn't feel like doing anything last week as it was a sad week to be honest and I was just in a bit of a rut the week before and just as I was about to get back on it and felt like you know this week was going to be a great week we had some very sad news in my family um, it was very abrupt and a bit of a sad turn of events our our beautiful pet Pepper sadly left us very suddenly um, which was, it was such a shock to be honest and I just didn't really do anything. I felt so just disconnected with everything. I didn't really feel like doing anything. I did do my radio show um, on the Wednesday but that's all I did during the week. I literally just pretty much sat and watched Netflix and just chilled for the week with my family which was just I think what I needed. And maybe if you don't have a pet or a dog or whatever but if you've maybe lost a loved one, I'm, I don't want to compare it to that because maybe that's, maybe seem as quite uh, not the same to someone. But I suppose to my family, it's just the same as losing like a person. Um, we were all so close and loved her so much. So it was a really, a really sad one. But yeah, it's just so strange like coming home and her not greeting us at the door with like a shoe or, you know, it's, it, it is just so strange without her. And I think that, without her the past year would have been so much harder i mean lockdown was already hard enough but she just brought us so much happiness that was my reasoning for the lack of an episode last week but we're back this week and we're back just going to be talking about being kind to yourself because this is so important this is exactly what i was doing last week you know some days i didn't eat the best and didn't some days i actually didn't even leave the house but you've just got a kind of be okay with that and you know be okay with that you'll be fine next week and ready to move on but right now just kind of let it ride out don't do too much because I found myself thinking oh I've got to do like law of attraction stuff I've got to do this I've got to do that and it was kind of making me in a worse mood and didn't want to and made me didn't want to do it more where I should have been like you know just ride the wave of having just ride the wave of feeling sad and just getting on with it and then as soon as I feel better then we can get back to it and that's exactly what I'm doing this week and I'm actually coming from my wardrobe I've now I've now turned my wardrobe into a little mini recording studio which is fun and it's just a lot more cozy to kind of sit in and um, I'm even though I'm sat down right now I actually did my radio show today um stood up and I was just you know, living my best life, giving it a bit of a, on my feet, I had a bit of a dance to all the tunes, and it just felt like I was a lot more energised when I was stood up, and it's different when I'm like slouched in a chair and I've got my microphone, I'm just holding it, and now I'm kind of sat at my desk in my wardrobe, I wish you could see me right now, It's I probably look like a crazy person, but yeah, I'm sat in my wardrobe with my Mac and my microphone, just recording this podcast for you today, I think it was so hard for me losing Pepper as well, because 
she was so important to me and it it really does leave a big hole in my life like I spent so much of my time especially within the last year with her and she was even so special to the point that every night like last summer I always used to take her out at 7 p.m like she gets so excited like she her tail would wag she'd get all giddy she'd like nudge me when it get to 7 p.m because she knew that it was time for her 7 p.m walk and we always used to go out and then I remember when I first came home from uni for the lockdown um the sun was setting and we'd go out for 7 p.m walk and I just have my headphones in and I just used that time to manifest and I think that's what was so special that I did so much manifesting with her like when I was in such a good vibration and frame of mind when I was walking her and you know like enjoying her company that I'd be able to manifest really well so it's going to be a little bit sad now I can't do that with her I think that it's really important that you should recognise your sadness and realise why it is that you're feeling the way that you are. And there's different things that you can do to kind of help yourself, I guess. So cleaning your room or your house or your space that you are can really help. I know I've done this, but right now today I really need to clean it again because my room is an absolute tip and everything is everywhere. But I've got a few big things to do this week, so that's why I've kind of not done it yet. But I feel like once you have cleaned up your room or your space wherever you are you will feel much better for it and it will put you in a good frame of mind there is a quote and it's something like clean mind clean space clean mind i don't know don't quote me on that one but it's something along the lines of that and i really do believe that if you have a clean room and a fresh room and it looks all nice or maybe you just need to redecorate like change things around a bit i often do that like on my side table every couple of weeks i'll you know change it up a little bit i'll change the candle i'll change the picture um i'll change the books that are on there just to make it look a bit different and a bit more fresh um moving is always a good one exercise even walking that can do you the world of good i have walked so much recently my legs are actually dropping off today um this week i feel like a granddad because i've been aching that much i've been doing loads of joe wicks exercises um as well i've actually been doing them i say pretty much every weekday since christmas so i'm very proud of myself for that um it's been a good like a big goal of mine to kind of get a bit more active and things um but I was doing this specific exercise the other day and it was like a basketball jump and you're like kind of like a squat you squat down to pick the basketball up and threw it in the hoop so you jumped up and then doing it constantly for like 40 seconds and oh my god my ass and my legs just absolutely killing me but that just tells me that it's doing something good for me you just need to take care of yourself and if you need some time away from that then Take some time for self-care or for whatever you think you need. If you want to eat something, eat it. Because I've been doing something recently that I must talk about. Um, I've never really properly done it before. I've always felt like to be healthy and to be skinny or lose weight, whatever, you literally need to eat like a rabbit. You need to eat salad or you need to eat like a keto diet or you need to do something major in your diet to kind of lose weight which is not necessarily true because i think tiktok has really brought it to my attention um of a calorie deficit now <clears throat> when i was like losing weight a couple of years ago um i did calorie counting which i found really really well um but i wouldn't still have like treats on weekdays i'd only have like chocolate and sweets and whatever i've like you know wanted in sugar terms on the weekend or on my cheat day 
And now that has completely changed because now I've been doing a calorie deficit. I can actually eat these things still every single day, obviously in all in moderation and quite small, um, in small quantities. But I've really found that calorie deficit works the best for me because I can still have a treat and still have different things. And I've been making the most beautiful lunches and dinners for me and my family and we've been enjoying them so much yet we've still all been losing weight since Christmas which is great and yeah I think that it's really good that even some days when I'm feeling a bit rubbish especially because we're still in a lockdown here in the UK um, I can still have you know that odd chocolate bar a little bit like a few crisps or some cheese like whatever I may want or fancy or crave I can still have it in my calories and yet every Friday I've still been losing weight by the odd one I didn't lose weight last week but you know that's that's just because I didn't move all week you know I have been getting in a really good exercise routine which I think is just really great and I'm really proud of myself for that actually I think that I've done really well to do that but if you need any help, my DMs are always open. If you need a chat or, you know, if you can't find that within like a close friend or a family member. But I feel like it's really good just to chat to people and to get your feelings out. Um, because even about topics that can kind of anger you online, there's been so much recently like online trolling at the whole Meghan Markle situation is just... It's kind of exhausting to read about and sometimes I have to take myself away from social media because of these things, you know, the such sad passing of Caroline Flack, which she actually has a documentary on Channel 4 that's coming out this evening, which I'm really looking forward to watching because she was such a big inspiration to me. Um, I'm talking about this on my radio show today, actually. And I was just saying that she was such a big inspiration to me and my life and what like I want to do as a career and things. And I was so like saddened when I heard about what happened and it can get so exhausting even as just like seeing stuff about them and that's why I've kind of started to come away from social media a little bit on like evenings and stuff like I'll do what I need to do post like my podcast and like radio stuff but I've spent like started to spend less and less time on online with stuff like this because I think it's really exhausting just to look at and it's just uh if you need a break from it then take a break because I think that's what we sometimes need and just to reiterate that hashtag that got brought around when Caroline passed be kind because as she posts on social media in a world where you can be anything be kind and we should always be kind because we never know what people are going through it is literally an invisible disease I was watching um, Roman Kemp's documentary on BBC one last night and he was just saying that he was speaking about one of his close friends who he worked with and it was also his best friend, um, a producer. And he was saying that he, it was literally invisible to him. He was the most happy, positive, uplifting person that he knew. Yet one day he didn't come for work and he'd killed himself. And they were all just so shocked because they had not one sign that they thought or one red flag that they'd be like, wow, you're struggling, you're really struggling with your mental health. So it can be really scary because it is quite literally an invisible disease that no one can see. And even the people that are smiling, you think are the most happiest people in the world. They could be struggling. So if you haven't watched that, I advise you to go watch it and watch the Caroline Flack um, documentary tonight, which I think it'll be really interesting and um, good to watch. Um, but checking on your mates, just please do that. And like Roman was saying on the show last night, 
don't just say are you okay and leave that response after that ask again say like no but are you really okay like how are you doing during lockdown how are you feeling about everything how are you feeling about going back to normality because even the thought of going back to normality in like less than 100 days now in june well supposedly who knows um it can maybe make people still quite anxious you know the thought of that we haven't been a normal world for well over a year now and the thought of going back to normal you know going back to that maybe nine till five or going back into the office and having to get up earlier or to actually just socializing with people again maybe it can bring people a lot of anxiety and like cause for concern which is quite sad but yeah like you just don't know what's going on inside people's heads so I think it's massively important that we should be checking on our friends and family and just discussing this and I feel like these documentaries that these celebrities have kind of brought out or been talking about a lot more openly about mental health, this will only bring us, this will only bring mental health more into the mainstream and kind of hopefully getting people to open up about it a little bit more. And I feel like, especially within younger people, as I was watching the documentary last night, like there was, I think he. Uh, a kid as young as 11 say that they want to end their life and they don't want to be here anymore which is just crazy like imagine having like imagine having them fought at the age of 11 that is so so young like and so just so sad to think that someone would be feeling like that at such a young age it is really sad i just wanted to read out this comment that i found online um, it's just about the law of attraction in terms of feeling sad and feeling a bit in doubt. And I just thought I'd read it out because some, some weeks, you know, we don't want to practice the law of attraction and that's fine because sometimes we do need a break. And I think that's where sometimes I let myself down a bit when I'm feeling like this. I'm like, no, I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I've got to feel good. I've got to be on a good vibration. But the truth is that you don't have to be on a like the highest vibration at all times. And I'm sure that's impossible. And I'm sure that even the likes of Oprah and these huge, very successful people, they can't be in a high vibration 24 seven, 24 hours, 365 days of the year. Like it's just not gonna happen. So I'm just gonna read this out. This is my big beef with the vibration aspect of the law of attraction. You're supposed to constantly move out of the lower state of so-called negative emotions into higher states of so-called positive emotions. What you end up doing is suppressing an important part of you, your emotional gorge. Your emotions serve a purpose. If you feel sad and then deny these feelings by trying to think of only good things to raise your vibration, then you don't figure out why you were sad. You have to know why so you can change the beliefs that prompted the sadness in the first place. When I first started manifesting by following the law of attraction, I felt like a fake, a hypocrite. I was all smiles and happy, but inside I was miserable. It simply exhausted me on my spiritual path to evolution. I've had a few meltdowns, times when I was crazy with grief over my life, but after each meltdown, I advanced onto another huge step. Embrace your emotions. Take time to figure out why you are feeling like that. What are your thoughts behind them? Are they empowering thoughts or perhaps judgments of others that are you accepted? Perhaps frustration that things aren't moving as quickly as they should. What you want is to know yourself because that's the only way you're able to change yourself. 
And when I read this comment on a lot online forum, I just felt like I really wanted to bring it to the podcast today because it's really important to know that if you're practicing the law of attraction and manifesting, you don't have to be in a high vibrational state every day, 24 hours a day. And that's pretty much impossible, I'd say. Your mood is not going to be absolutely amazing 100% of the time. And then it's that it's okay to be like that. And it's okay to think that even though if you may be having a bad day or a bad week, um, you're still able to manifest in the future. And when you're it's the quote of like when an arrow gets pulled back, you're, you know, dimming your mood, you're getting a bit like, oh, but then once you're kind of sprung and let go and shot, then you're going to fire into the stars and you're going to manifest everything you want and your mood is going to really catapult after you're feeling sad and you've just got to let yourself feel sad. You've got to embrace your emotions and figure out why you've been sad. And then after that, we can figure out, reflect, evaluate, and then move on and then move back into the vibrational state, the high vibrational state where we are allowed to manifest everything that we want. And that's when we'll arrive back at happiness, we'll arrive back being our great, beautiful selves. And I just wanted to read this poem um, at the end of this podcast because I felt like it was it was a cute poem um, to bring your mood up if you're feeling a bit down in the dumps today. Dear friend, happiness is not found in some imaginary place far away. Happiness is found where we are right now. It is standing right in front of us, hoping we notice it. Happiness that occurs because something happened is short-lived. It is fleeting. It goes away. Because shortly thereafter, we usually set new goals for ourselves. As humans, we made this thing our way. Our eyes are always looking to a never-ending horizon. For the most part, this human tendency is good. It is how we discover things and it is how we meet people we never would have otherwise. But this habit of always looking for the next thing also comes with a catch. The catch is that true fulfilment cannot be had by arriving in some magical place. There is no magical place except from the place we are now. The Brazil novelist Paulo Colo once said, it's the possibility of having a dream come true that makes life interesting. What Colo meant is that the real excitement and meaning comes in the steps between not having a dream and having your dreams come true. Essentially, they come from magical chapters in the middle of our story, because like any good story, these are chapters that create suspense and wonder. If we want to find true joy, we should try to maintain the suspense and wonder throughout our lives. We should try to remember that this is not the end, that the end is not and can never be the best part. The best part of the journey is what where we are now, the journey where we are trying to make magic and trying to make dreams come true because we believe that they can come true. This does not mean that accomplishing things does not feel nice, because it does. It feels great accomplishing things that we never knew that we could do, and it feels even better accomplishing things we never knew we could do. But these feelings do not last very long. Maybe we will feel good for a few minutes, or if we are lucky, a few hours. Soon after, we will set new goals and dreams for ourselves, which will set us off on another journey in our never-ending story. In light of this, the real happiness that we will be looking for might be found by simply remembering that it occurs before something happens, not because something happened. In other words, happiness is when we realise the best chapters of our story are the ones between the beginning and the end. It is when we realise these chapters are already happening. 
If you want to follow us on Instagram, we are at Better Days Podcast for daily inspiration and thoughts. And you can find me over on at Harry Horrigan. And of course, I'll be here with you next week, bringing you some more positivity. You can catch me on SG1 Radio tonight from 8 till 9pm to bring you the most chilled wind down hour with some absolute tunes. I will see you next week. And always remember this, your thoughts become things, choose the good ones, better days are coming.